Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outbound Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outbound Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. I think I'll start off this week's show talking about conventions again. Yesterday, as I record this, July 22nd, in Lincolnton, North Carolina, at the Lincolnton High School, Be a Hero, Lincolnton Comic Con. One day con, we had some representatives of Super Show there, primarily being run by John Davis. We had some other people there. Rowdy Ron was there, Nick Nimble, Rager, Dragon God. Here's the report that I have. They ended up doing around 20 demos overall. They did sell some starter boxes. And then they had an old school pack draft event. Six players. The top three in that event end up being in third place, playing as Quadruple H, Rowdy Ron. In second place, playing as Executioner, Rhaegar Dragon God. The winner, playing. Also, as executioner, Nick Nibble. Congratulations to him for winning that event. They also did have a 24-7 champion. The sole 24-7 champion going undefeated in all three of his matches, Rowdy Ron. Rowdy Ron with lukewarm Stephen Houston being the sole 24-7 champ at the Hero Lincolnton Comic Con. Next weekend, July 28th through July 30th in Atlanta, Georgia, Southern Fried Gaming Expo. We have a schedule of events. We also have some information about Border Wars. Let me give that to you. I'm going to be using the schedule that Bell constructed. There's been a schedule put out both by Bell and Hold the Line Harry. The Bell schedule includes everything on Hold Line Harry's schedule, plus some new player stuff. So I'm just going to go through that. When we get to Border Wars, I'll talk about Border Wars. And then once I finish going through the schedule, there are going to be about five championship matches or matches with championship implications at Southern Friday Gaming Expo. They'll just happen at some point during the three days. We'll start with Friday. Friday, July 28th. The show opens at 3 p.m. That's when the convention opens. At 4.30, they're going to have a new player demo. It says large new player demo. I don't know how large it's going to be. At 6 p.m., there's going to be a live professional wrestling event. That's going to be happening two nights, Friday and Saturday. Friday, it starts at 6.30. At 8 p.m., there's going to be a tag team tournament that's going to be run by Piglet. Piglet will be the GM for this tournament. Saturday, convention opens 10 a.m. At 11 a.m., there will be another large new player demo. No details besides, it's just going to be a large new player demo. At noon, there's going to be a sealed event. I'm not sure if these are payoff packs or old school packs. I assume it's whatever they have on hand, but Hold the Line Harry will be the GM for this event. At 4 p.m., there's going to be a new player tournament. The winner of the new player tournament will claim the new player championship ring. 
Also at 4 p.m., the first round of Border Wars, the preliminary round, will start. There are 28 players in Border Wars. Four teams, seven players per team. I have the opening matchup, so the matchup that will be taking place at 4 p.m. for Border Wars. The first matchup involves the defending Border Wars champions, Florida Cardboard Wrestling. The Florida Cardboard Wrestling team. The team captain is Chugganamas. The other members of the team include the corrugated cardboard villain, Pride, the Brain, C-Mac, a.k.a. Prince Butters, formerly known as Prince Butters, Maverick Jones, and Windowpane. I'm not too familiar with the man known as Windowpane. This may be his debut. Their opponents in the first round of Border Wars, the Alabama team. They're going to be led by TVA Commissioner Drew Madsen. He's the captain. The other members of the team are Rambo Apocalypse, Possum Kang, Zach Ashley, Simple Chuck, and from BTE, Brime Time and Titan. That rounds out the first matchup. The other matchup, the Atlanta ACCW team. Piglet is the captain. The other members are his Mop Boys partner, Johnny Correa, Practicite, Hold the Line Harry, Downriver Drew, Everyone's Enemy Joel Williams, and Alex Marco. That's the Atlanta team. They're going to be facing Bell's Mercenary Team. This is a team with people from all over the country. Bell is the captain. Her team members are Ricky Riot, the Screaming Danshee, the Frequent Flyer, Rowdy Ron, Nick Nimble, and Coach Brad from The Big Picture. These are supposed to be streamed on Facebook on the SRG Super Show discussion group. So watch for that Saturday, 4 p.m. Eastern. After the preliminary rounds, 7.30 p.m., there's a live wrestling event at Southern Friday Gaming Expo. And then at 9.30 p.m., the finals of Border Wars is supposed to take place. So the two teams that win the preliminary matches will face off in the finals. I don't know if the other two will face off for third place. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. But the finals will happen 9.30 Saturday night. Sunday, the show opens at 10 a.m., the convention that is. And then at 11 a.m., the Southern Fried Gaming Expo Singles Championship, Hold Line Harry will be the general manager for that event. That's the schedule for Southern Friday Gaming Expo. As far as other matches are concerned, here's what I have for the featured matches at Southern Fried Gaming Expo. Simple Chuck, the LFF Trios champion, will be defending against everyone's enemy on Friday afternoon. That will not be the only defense of the Trios Championship. The winner of that match, whether it be defending champion Simple Chuck or new champion Everyone's Enemy, will defend against Chris Pate on Sunday morning. So there's going to be two Trios Championship matches, Southern Friday Gaming Expo weekend. Hold the Line Harry, the Deep Six champion, will be defending against the Lucha Maniacal Uberstar. 
right now, it's tentatively Saturday after the sealed event. Prince Butters, C-Mac, will be defending the Deep South Championship against Possum King Friday afternoon. There's going to be a match to determine the number one contender for the Hollywood Heavyweight Championship. The two contenders are Titan as Little Guido and Rowdy Ron as the original Zack Sabre Jr. The winner of that match will face Rambo Apocalypse for the Hollywood Heavyweight Championship, the championship created by the Big Picture Premium Big Picture Productions. Not sure what the name is at the moment. I know it's one of those two, so I'll just say both of them. That's what I have for Southern Friday Gaming Expo news. There has been talk that there will be two new competitor sets released. One of those being the competitor set based on Drew Madsen, that Drew Madsen got to create for winning the uh, Create a Competitor event at Misos Game Room and Collectibles a few months back. I'm not sure what the other one is supposed to be. And again, with a lot of new releases until SRG Universe has it in hand, it's not official. If those come out at Southern Friday Gaming Expo, it hasn't been said if they'll also be out on supershowthegame.com. Hopefully they will be, but we'll have to see. Nothing's been announced as of yet. Speaking of supershowthegame.com, the website's currently undergoing a revamp. If you're interested in what that looks like, check that out. If you want to leave any feedback for SRG Universe about the website updates, I would reach out now. But that's what's going on there. There wasn't really an announcement that they were going to do it. It just started happening. Briefly, my thoughts. Um, it's going to take some getting used to for me. I do wish there was sort of a browse the category option. So, like, for example, if I wanted to go look at Super Show competitors, I can't just go, okay, show me all the singles competitors. It's currently organized by 10 skill. So, like, if I wanted to go look at Super Show competitors, singles, non-independent, I can't just look at all of them in alphabetical order. I have to go, okay, here are the Technique 10s. Here are the Power 10s. Here are the Agility 10s. I have to look at them in that category. There's no option to look at them separately. Search bar. You can still search things. One thing I noticed about the search bar, there is no ability to search a partial and get the full word. So like, for example, one of the characters I've created is Le Guillotine. Le Guillotine has three keywords for his gimmick, head, neck, and cut. So I searched neck. No neck breakers came up. I searched head. No headbutts came up. So it's only searching that word. It's not searching that word in a larger word. So if you wanted to, say, look for hop, because you have the Wait For It Hopper that came out in the 2020 pack. If you put up hop, I don't know if this is true, but based on what I saw, no chops would come up. It would just show hops. That may be a work in progress. That may get fixed. There are a lot of competitor cards and singles cards that are sold out. I would like to see a way to filter out the sold out results. Because for some of these, when I went and looked at them, everything but one thing was sold out. Now that could just be a product of 
them doing work on the website and eventually some of those things that are currently marked sold out won't be. But I would like to see a way to filter out those results so you can't see the sold outs. Because there is a way to click for things that are just on sale. It would be nice if there was a way to click on things that are not sold out to only see things that are in stock. Those are my initial impressions. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do as a whole for this SuperShowTheGame.com website revamp. I'll probably have more thoughts, or at least more refined thoughts, when it's finally done. I'm not going to be too critical because it is a work in progress, and they are taking feedback. There may be things that get changed between how it looks now and how it's going to look when it's all said and done. Back to convention news. Gen Con. Gen Con, August 3rd through August 6th in Indianapolis, Indiana at the Convention Center. There is supposed to be a press conference in lieu of Sunday Night Fights tonight on twitch.tv slash srguniverse. The bulk of the show will be recorded before that, and then I will tack on the information regarding Gen Con at the end. I do have one bit of information that I can give you besides what I talked about last week. There's a little bit of a preliminary before that. Normally I talk about this later in the show, but I'll talk about here. Tuesday night, after the dojo on twitch.tv slash srguniverse, the LFF Triad Championship was on the line. The challengers, Sean Loeb as the memes dealer, and the screaming Danchi as Will Ospreay, the champion, loudmouth Leo Larynx with Brimstone. In a fairly long match that went to crowd meter four, the winner, still champion, loudmouth Leo Larynx. It has been announced that he will defend this championship at Gen Con against the Meeple and Yasmin. Those will be the two challengers. That match will happen at Gen Con. The remainder of the Gen Con news, again, will be tacked on to the end of the show after the press conference tonight. If for some reason this week, like last week, the press conference is canceled, I will mention it's canceled at the end of the show. Labor Day weekend in Atlanta, Georgia is Dragon Con. I have no convention news about Dragon Con other than I believe it's August 31st through September 4th. It's in Atlanta, Georgia. SRG Universe hasn't made any announcements about it. And then there are no cons listed currently on SuperShowTheGame.com, and there haven't been for a while. During one of the SRG Bosses live streams over the past few days, he did mention a convention. He did mention Sin City Con. I reached out to Steve Resk to ask about Sin City Con. This is a convention that takes place just outside of Cincinnati in late October. They're looking at going to Sin City Con. It's unconfirmed. It's unconfirmed if they will be there. So, I have to talk about it because he did state it publicly, but it is not a lock. I cannot say for sure SRG Universe is going to be there, but it is something they're looking at. So if you want to keep that on your radar, you can. But for those who heard, Steve mentioned Sin City Con. I did reach out to him to clear that up. That's what I have for convention news. CCC news. 
We knew that the next round, the round coming up, was the tag team round. We knew who the six teams were. There were 12 people that made round two. They were broken up into six teams. We know who the six teams are. On Wednesday night during Talk of the Universe, they randomly paired up all the teams. So we know the matchups for match one, match two, and match three. Let me give you those matchups. For the first match, the first match will be the team of Rowdy Ron and the Tartan Terror versus Moxie and Captain Kidda. The second match will be the team of Matty Bar One and Private Cuddles versus the Trickster and the Phil Birch. The final matchup will be the team of the Foreman and the New York Phenom versus JAC and Mathgot. Those are your three matchups. The first matchup was supposed to happen this past Friday. Supposed to happen on the 21st and run through the 23rd. Unfortunately, there was some sort of illness. One of the participants not medically able to compete. So it's been rescheduled to this Friday through this Sunday. So July 28th through July 30th during Southern Friday Gaming Expo will also have the tag team round for the first match of round two of the CCC. Again, briefly to describe it, there will be a post on SRG Universe's Facebook page, not the discussion group, the Facebook page. The match will go live at a certain time, and I believe they'll have, in this case, I think it's 48 hours, 48 hours to get as many Facebook tags as possible. You do likely need to follow the SRG Universe Facebook page to be able to tag on the page. So if you're not already following the page, follow the page. Let me briefly describe how this will work. I'll use the Rowdy Ron and Tart Terror team as an example. Rowdy Ron will start off. Let's say he tags Steve Resk. Steve Resk could tag John Clace. John Clace could tag the LEO, a.k.a. the Light. Each successful tag, that means when Rowdy Ron tags Steve Resk and then Steve Resk tags somebody, that becomes a successful tag. It scores one point. If a tag change stalls out, meaning let's say in the example I just used, John Clace tags the LEO, a.k.a. the Light. The Light doesn't tag anyone. Time starts ticking by because this is a timed event. You know, you don't want to lose time. You don't want to fall behind. So Rowdy Ron will then tag his partner, Tartan Terror. Tartan Terror will then tag somebody else and start a new chain. That's generally speaking how it works. Try to, if possible, keep everything in the same reply chain. It's easier to count. This is the most difficult of all the types of voting in the CCC. This is the most difficult to count. So try to keep it all in the same chain to make it easier. To keep it all in the same reply thread to make it easier for Pat Mulligan to count. That's what's going to happen. There was one thing I did want to touch on that I saw one of the participants post. And I want to start off by saying, I don't believe there's any ill intent with this. I believe that when this was done, his heart was in the right place. He was trying to do something good. So this isn't a criticism of him. It's just why I think what he did is a bad idea. 
Simon Strauss, who is going to be running the team tag part for Captain Kiddo. Captain Kiddo is the son of the Dread Pirate tech support. Simon Strauss, who is a big promoter of Extra Life and the Boston Children's Hospital charity. Every year, the Dread Pirate tech support on his Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash kineticmedic. Every year, he does a 24-hour charity stream. He streams various games, and he encourages people to donate bits to him, which will then go to Extra Life and the Boston Children's Hospital. In that same vein, he essentially announced that for every successful tag his team gets, he will donate $1 to Extra Life and the Boston Children's Hospital. Again, I understand why he did this. He supports this charity, and it makes sense. Might as well, if he's going to do this thing, might as well tie it in to a charity he supports. You know, two birds with one stone. Get tags, support a charity he likes. Here's my issue with that. I don't like that it puts pressure on the voters to essentially choose between voting for Rowdy Ron and Tartan Terror or supporting the children. That a vote not for Captain Kiddo and Moxie is a vote to take money out of the mouths of sick children. I don't like that. I think that puts pressure on people that shouldn't be there. I should be able to vote for, if I want to support Rowdy Ron or Tartan Terror, I should be able to vote for them and not feel like I'm depriving sick children of resources they need. In addition, there are also people who don't vote in the CCC at all, who have objections to participating. They shouldn't be pressured to participate because, well, if they don't vote for, they don't tag with Dread Pirates, then they're taking a dollar away from you know, sick kids. So while I understand what Simon Strauss was trying to do, and I approve of him trying to raise awareness and raise money for his charity, I feel like this could put pressure on people to feel pressured to vote for him because if they don't, sick kids don't get money. And so I don't like that. I don't like bringing money into any of these contests anyway, but I'm not a particular fan of it here. And again, I feel like Simon's heart was in the right place. I don't think he was trying to do anything malicious, but I just don't like that because I don't like the pressure. It could potentially put on voters in the CCC. But he's allowed to do whatever he wants to do to get votes. So if he wants to do this, that's fine. It's his right. I just see pitfalls in it, and I'm not particularly happy with those pitfalls, with that pressure potentially being put on people. Because to me, voting as someone who's competed in the CCC for many years, people are doing me a favor, and I don't ever want to put pressure on them. I can see the downsides of this. I see the upsides, too. I see the positives of, hey, raising money. For sick children is a good thing. I just also see the downsides. I just wanted to talk about that because that was out there. 
and I do have some strong feelings about it. This first match, though, Rowdy Ron and Tartan Terror versus Moxie and Captain Kiddo. Again, next Friday through next Sunday, July 28th through July 30th. That match will go live. Vote for what team you want to see go on into the next round. When it comes to match three, I will once again be the steward for JAC. I encourage everyone to tag with my team. I think JAC is a great character, and I think he should ultimately win the whole thing, but I think he should go on to the next round. So I am asking people, please tag with JAC and Math Guy. But that's it for the CCC. That's what I have for that. Best wishes to the first two teams in first match. Best wishes to all the teams in this round. 2023 Super Show Cup News. We're finishing up the top 16. As a reminder, in the top 16, like every round, it's a best of three series. The third match, if necessary, has a stipulation. In this round, the stipulation, Liger's Den. In the top eight, the stipulation will be Steel Cage. Here are the people who have made the top eight. Rowdy Ron, Candyman Dan, Mitchell Chimino, I believe. I apologize if I have that name wrong from the big picture. The Italian Bombada, Big Match Pete, and Emo Man. The other two spots will be the winner of Moxie versus the Grump and the Frequent Flyer versus Zach Ashley. The winners of those two matches will join the other six in the top eight. We're getting close. There's only a couple weeks left because the finals is supposed to happen at Gen Con. That's your 2023 Super Show Cup news. The next big Create a Competitor tournament has been announced. September 16th, a Saturday, in Powell, Ohio. This is the north West part of Columbus, a northwestern suburb of Columbus, Ohio. Pixel Palace Pandemonium 4 at Pixel Palace Games. Big Creative Competitor Tournament. Tickets on sale now on Eventbrite. $35 for a ticket. There are, from what I understand, three promo cards for this. No news about what the three promo cards will be. Championship news outside of what's going to happen in the Gen Con press conference. There's been one championship match announced for next week's Sunday Night Fights. July 30th, 8 p.m., twitch.tv slash srguniverse, streamed live. The LFF Tag Team Championship on the line. The challengers, and Impact, the team of Mark Perry and Press1P, they received this shot at the championship for winning Faction Wars 4. They will face champions Matt Nealon and Funtime Bob. Double the fun. Now let's talk about tournaments from this week. Two big online tournaments. Monday, we had Monday Night Fights. 14 players, two groups of seven players. Each player played the other six in the group. Top two records per group advanced to the top cut. So it's a top cut of four. The semifinal round is New York Rules. The finals and the third place match are submission matches. Top four are, in fourth place, Carlos Lumbre as El Hombre Cybernetic. In third place, Cheshire as Mimic. 
The finalists were Pretty Hair Piercer as the Grump and Chris Pate as the leader of the Postal Nation with the winner, Chris Pate. Congratulations to him. It's not up on the website last I looked, but the next Monday Night Fights, Monday the 24th, six-stop event. So you can only have a maximum of six-stop cards in your deck. Thursday, GB did Echoes of the Past 2023. When they first started doing Thursday night tournaments online, Press1P was the tournament organizer. He ran the events, and they were often double elimination events. So they ran a double elimination event Thursday. 22 players. The winner coming out of the winner's bracket, the cannoli playing as Gio de los Muertos. He actually beat Bob Dunn in the finals of the winner's bracket. Bob Dunn, though, able to claw back in the loser's bracket and get to the finals. So Bob Dunn, as Reverend Goodbrains, must beat the cannoli twice to win the event because the cannoli was undefeated. Bob Dunn and the cannoli square off with Bob Dunn winning. So Bob Dunn must win a second time because that's the first defeat for the cannoli. And the winner in their second match, Bob Dunn. So Bob Dunn and the cannoli face off three times. Cannoli gets him the first time, but Bob Dunn goes back-to-back to win Chibi's Thursday night event. Congratulations to Bob Dunn for winning. This brings us to the Gen Con press conference. Before I get to the Gen Con press conference, though, there were a couple of things I realized that I missed. First, and these, actually the first two, are tied together. There are two tag team matches happening at Southern Fried Gaming Expo I forgot to talk about. The first was a defense of the Deep South Tag Team Championship. The championship was held by the team of the LEO, a.k.a. The Law, and Ms. Southern Bell, Stupid Rich. The champions have rebranded. It's now the LEO, a.k.a. The Light, and Miss Southern Bell as The Light. That is what they have decided to call themselves going forward. The challengers will be the team of BTE. That's Brime Time and Titan. That match will be happening at Southern Friday Gaming Expo. There will also be a tag team match for the Deep South Tag Team Cookies Fortune. The two teams involved in that are Drew Madsen and Johnny Correa and Pride and the Corrugated Cardboard Villain. The winner between those two teams will get the Cookies Fortune. They can cash that in to get a shot at the Deep South Tag Team Championship. They can either just get a match straight up against the champions, or they can join a championship match in progress or add themselves to the match. They won't get any sort of boost to their hand size as of right now. Again, with everything card subject to change. Related to this, and this is the last thing I have before the press conference, the general manager for the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Division, Candyman, and the general manager for the Deep South Tag Team Division, Piglet, have announced a joint tournament. 
they've decided to open it up to all Super Show players. Originally, it was just going to be Tri-State and Deep South. It's now open up to Midwest Coast players as well, and possibly international players. In this tournament, the Deep South team that gets the farthest will get a shot at the Deep South Tag Team Championship. If that's the winner, if that's a semifinalist, the Deep South Tag Team that goes the deepest in the tournament gets a shot at that belt. The LFF Tri-State Tag Team that goes the deepest in the tournament will get a shot at the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Championship. Now, if a team other than one of those two scenarios, other than a pure Deep South Tag Team, meaning both members from the Deep South are pure LFF Tri-State, meaning both members from the Tri-State. If any other type of team wins the event, there are a number of possibilities. They could maybe negotiate for someone else to get a title shot. If one member of the team is from the Deep South or from the LFF Tri-State, or maybe it's both one Deep South, one LFF Tri-State, they could negotiate for something else. Basically, the team that wins is going to have negotiation power. They're going to have a seat at the table. What comes from that, that will depend on the negotiation skills of all parties involved. With that being said, let's talk about the Gen Con press conference. 9 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash srguniverse. Brian P. Schmidt hosts the general manager, John Clace, and James Booker, former two-time LFF World Heavyweight Champion. Here's what they announced is going to be on the match card. The first thing they talk about is something I already discussed, the defense of the LFF Triad Championship currently held by Loudmouth Leo Larynx. The challengers are the Meeple and Yasmin. The next match they announced a featured match, a Raven's Blood Cemetery match between Tombstone Frank and the SRG Zombie. We know that Tombstone Frank has accepted. I think it's a pretty safe bet that Zombie will also accept. So look for that match to happen at Gen Con. Next, the Midwest Coast Championship will be on the line at Gen Con. The current champion is the Grump, his challenger. From the crime wave is the once-in-a-generation, generational-type talent, the GOAT Brock Smith. They've announced there's going to be similar to the blue-collar versus white-collar match at Origins, a new-school versus old-school four-on-four grand battle-type match. The old-school team will be captained by the ringmaster. Pat Mulligan, the new school team, will be captained by the Meeple. They are looking for all the players on the old school team to be over the age of 40. That's all I have about that right now. Next, Uncle Bradley is looking to do some sort of troller coaster match. I don't know what that means. If they named his opponent, I missed that during the press conference. And to get this out on time, 
I'm not going to have time to listen back to that before this goes live. So if I missed the challenger, the other opponent, I'm sorry. That's in the works. There's going to be a grand battle match at Gen Con. They had one of these at Origins. Matt Nealon won 18 players, I believe, somewhere around that. Just going from memory. I know there were three tables. I think it might have actually been 20. I think there might have been two tables of seven and one of six. But they're going to do one of these Saturday morning, 10 a.m., grand battle match. So people have time to build their grand battle decks if they want to play in this. The LFF Trios Championship. They mentioned on the show that Ricky Wright, who's going to get a shot at the LFF Trios Championship at Southern Friday Gaming Expo, if he wins... He will defend that at Gen Con if he's there. Now, per my sources, he won't be at Gen Con. But maybe he will. We'll have to see. But if he is, and he's the trio's champion, he'll be defending at Gen Con. Finally, we have the two challengers for the LFF World Heavyweight Championship. The champion going into Gen Con is the Grump Danny Thunder. The first challenger who he will face on Thursday, is Brian Waitfort-Schmidt. Brian Waitfort-Schmidt will get a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship. The winner of that match will have to defend on, I believe, Saturday, possibly Saturday night after the main tournament. The second challenger is the 2022 Player of the Year, Bob Dunn. Bob Dunn will get a shot at the LFF World Heavyweight Championship at Gen Con. Very interesting because Bob Dunn does have a shot at the LFF Cookies Fortune. If he wins the Cookies Fortune tournament at Gen Con, he automatically gets it. He's going to be in the match against the Gen Con winner no matter what, so pretty good odds he could hold the Cookies Fortune. This sets up a scenario where he could become both the LFF World Heavyweight Champion and the holder of the Cookies Fortune. Interesting turn of events for Bob Dunn. That, though, is what we have coming out of this press conference. I'm hoping that between now and Gen Con, we receive more information about what is going on. They did say that there will be more matches booked for Gen Con. I will report on those if I have them for next week's show. Anything after next week's show, unfortunately, the show following that will be the Gen Con recap show. So I won't have any news for Gen Con, just reporting on what happened at Gen Con. I'll bring this up now, too, while I'm thinking about it. The Gen Con show may not release until the Monday after Gen Con. Normally, shows release on Sunday. I may be traveling on Sunday. And so. The show may come out on the 7th rather than the 6th. I apologize for the delay, but I don't believe it can be helped in this case. I'll do my best, though, to get the show out as soon as possible. With that being said, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. As far as tournaments coming up this week, last I looked, nothing was on supershowthegame.com, but it's already been announced there will be a Monday night tournament. Six-stop tournament. I talked about that earlier in the show. I expect to see Dojo Tuesday nights. Twitch.tv slash SRGUniverse. 
I expect some sort of Thursday night tournament. Outside of that, keep your eyes peeled on the SRG Super Show discussion group on Facebook. CCC match starts Friday, the 28th. Other than that, I would like to thank all of you for listening, and a good day.